Good afternoon. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back to Broken Strength Under Control, my new podcast. I'm Robin and I'll be your host this afternoon. I hope you guys have had a tremendous week since the last week. Um, It's been a very interesting week for me, shall I say the least thus far, but I am so grateful and so thankful because even in the midst of every trial and everything that I've had to face this week, God is still yet good. And we have always got to remember that no matter what we go through, no matter what we face, God is still yet good regardless. And so interestingly enough, you know, I have had so many things going on this week um, from intense workouts to I'm just extremely tired. Man, I had to take a nap today before I even sat down to do this, which is crazy because I'm usually full of energy going a thousand miles per minute, full speed from early morning until I lay down in the evening. But I just wanted to say thank you for everyone who has tuned in, who have been sharing this podcast, who have been listening, who have been giving me positive feedback, who have just really been enjoying the episodes and the segments. And today will be like no other um, because of the topic that I'm going to discuss But before I go into that, just want to let you know the platforms that the podcast is available on is Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, and of course, Anchor. Um, And I just, again, would like to just challenge you all to share this with someone, subscribe so that you will not miss when the episode is uploaded. And I actually am going to do something a little bit different with this episode. So you need to be subscribed to either one of the platforms so that you will actually know what's going to be different about this week and probably or possibly, shall I say, moving forward, this will be the norm for each episode thereafter today. So today, my topic is forgiveness, the art of letting go. It's not for them. It's for me. I don't know about you, but every time I get ready to do something, talk about something, um, I experience it before I even have to bring it out, or shall I say, talk about it. Um, and this week, well, really, the last couple months have been very challenging for me. Um, I've had a s- situation that has almost tried to consume me, but when I tell you I had a reality check that I had no other choice at that point to just begin to really let go. So I have a question that I'm going to pose. What are some roadblocks that will prevent you from forgiving yourself, others, or asking God for forgiveness from others, or God? And let me just back back up. Not asking God for forgiveness from others, but just asking for forgiveness from others. 
And, you know, forgiveness is a very hard subject um, for most of us. Well, probably really all of us, honestly, because when someone has offended you or wounded you or hurt you, um, whatever it was that they did, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done to forgive them and then forgive yourself. So again, I'm going to ask, what are some roadblocks that would prevent you from forgiving yourself, forgiving others, asking for forgiveness from others, and then God? And I had to take a long look at this. I've actually, like I said, been dealing with this all week. Um, And I wasn't for sure if I was going to take a break this week to record or not. But sometimes we just have to press our way through a situation or circumstance because someone else out there may need to hear whatever it is that you have to say or need to hear from you just all together. So sometimes it's not really um, a good idea to put things aside and save it for later. Um, Sometimes you just have to just press your way on through. And honestly, I found that when I press my way through, that is when God is doing his greatest work. And so let me just jump right on in there. So I've already posed this question, but let me read a scripture for you. I got several actually. And... In that, Colossians 3 says, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must, also must do. Mark eleven twenty five says, and whenever you stand praying, if you are If you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. And then in 1 John 1 and 9, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, when I tell you that in itself, there's many, many more scriptures in the word of God that talks about forgiveness. So it's an important thing that is a part of us growing in our relationship with the Lord and just all together. Um, And so some of the things that I found to be roadblocks, um, myself have experienced this and I'm sure many others have also, is pride, hurt, anger, bitterness, jealousy, envy, unresolved issues. Oh, this is a good one. The spirit of offense. Well, let's just say that I have encountered probably the majority of what I have just read off to you just in this week alone. And I know for me, it's like, Not that I have the expectation of someone doing what I would like for them to do. I'm just really for the right things. And sometimes more so than not, 
um, I have been guilty of not handling situations the correct way. Transparent moment. So, you know, when you have unresolved issues, have several of those, um, truth be told, um, that in itself can be a block, a roadblock. It can create more problems. Um, Sometimes you may just have to deal or confront, shall I say, a situation head on right then and there and not let it linger because the more it lingers, then you have anger that begins to take root. You have bitterness that begins to take root. Um, You're offended. That begins to take root. Um, You allow your heart is left open to be hurt. That takes root. Oh, and then pride, which we know pride goes before a fall and it will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So being prideful will keep you in a place of unforgiveness. Um, And so forgiveness is really an important key to our walk with the Lord. And so um, it's really about letting go and trusting God. I don't know about you. I always say, Lord, I'm laying it at your feet, but then I go back and touch it or I pick it back up, you know, because I need to have some sense of control over the situation, not realizing the creator who created me and created everything. He's not caught off guard. This is not nothing unusual to him. The word of God has a solution for situations such as the ones that you may be facing, but yet we still have to have our hand on it. So daily, it's a confession for me. Lord, let me just lay it at your feet. And then when I re- I try to pick it back up, remind me that you have it in your hands. You don't need my help. And so that's a daily confession for me. Another truth moment. And so um, I just found it to be so interesting that when we are operating in unforgiveness, Here are some other things that may take place. Um, It binds up your blessings. It ties your hands. You will not walk in the full purpose. Um, And in God, we are not bound. We're free. There's liberty and freedom. And so when you operate in unforgiveness, where you're not willing to settle um, a situation or lay it at God's feet and then trust him with it. You basically tie your own blessings. You tie God's hands. It's like he wants to do big things and great things in this situation for you. Um, but his hands are tied. We know that he's a gentleman. He's not going to force his way. He's going to let you operate in your will. And then you wind up back before him anyway. So it's easier to just let go of it then and let God take care of it than just holding on to it. And there was a situation that I've been dealing with, like I said earlier, for the last several months, actually, that I have been having a hard time of letting go. So anything that is like a matter of the heart, and it's very close and near and dear to you, 
Sometimes those are the just those are the hardest things to let go. Sometimes it could be people. Sometimes it could be things, situations, circumstances. And a lot of times we have a clenched fist on it. And so I feel like my fist has been clenched on this thing for the last several months. And it's just like God has been trying to let get me to loosen up my fist so that I can relax. I can rest in him. I can, you know, just remain in his will and in his presence. And to be honest with you, like really for real, for real, I have struggled with just letting go. I've kept my ball, my fist balled up, my teeth clenched down. Like I'm just really in this, this huge battle. And honestly, when we do stuff like that, the enemy, we have given him a foothold or a threshold, a crack. We've left something open for him to come in. And then he starts playing on your thoughts. He starts playing on your emotions. He starts playing on your feelings. He starts playing on your, on your every, he'll use people around you that are close to you just to distract you when you have left a door open for him to come in. And that's exactly what unforgiveness does when you operate in it. You leave a crack and a door open and he's always looking for a place to come in because we know that he comes to steal, kill and destroy. That is not who God is. He came so that we might have life and have life more abundantly. And so you won't get the abundant life holding on to unforgiveness. Um, Unforgiveness clouds your judgment. You're not able to discern what the spirit is saying. God has to peel back the layers when you're walking in unforgiveness. And so it's like an onion, you know, onions have layers, right? And onions smell, they make you cry, you know, when you peel the layers back, but they're good. They season of whatever you're cooking. Um, They give it good seasoning, you know, and it makes it taste better, right? So when God is peeling back the layers, that we have put up basically when, especially when we're operating in unforgiveness, you know, it's stinking right now. We crying, you know, God is just pulling back them layers. We don't really want them to. We want to just stay, you know, keep that layer on because it just feels better. You know, you let it linger, right? But he wants us to feel better. He wants us to be able to season someone else's life so that they can taste better. Basically, they can smell better, right? Nobody wants to walk around here smelling like an onion. I don't know about you. I know that I don't. (laughs) Um, And it just makes me think about, you know, somebody who's worked out, maybe didn't use deodorant. That's normally what they smell like, an onion. Terrible smell. Anyway, not trying to give you that thought or um, that mental so that you will have that in your thought process, you know. Um, But that's what an onion does. An onion has layers, stinks, will make you cry, but God will use it to make you feel better. And then 
it ain't even really for you. You know, it's for somebody else that the situation or the circumstance may be even taking place in the first place because it's never about us. It's always going to be about him and what his purpose is for each one of our lives. And so, like I said, again, nobody wants to walk around here smelling like an onion. You know, it smells, makes you cry. But when you put it in something and you cook it, it makes the food taste all that much better. And so that's how God is when he begins to peel back those layers and you begin to just rest in him. You begin to fully and thoroughly trust him with whatever it is that you're looking at, whatever it is that you're facing in that moment, because he wants it to be seasoned to taste well so that you can give it out. You can serve it to someone else and they would like it. They would like the taste of it. They would like the smell of it. You know, you can always tell when you have put onions in something and you're cooking it in the stove, you can smell it in your house. And so that's just like God. He wants to peel back the layers so that you can begin to feel better and you smell better, you look better. And It's seasoned with a purpose, basically, for us. So now I want to just jump ship for a minute. Well, not really jump ship, but I'm going to read to you some pages out of my book. Yes, I am a self-published author. I did not disclose that when I first launched the podcast, but, you know, be on the lookout. Shameless plug. January 2021 for the second edition of my book to launch, relaunch rather, Um, it will be the rebirth of broken, to be or not to be. That is the question, which is the title of the book. Um, And so I wanted to read something that I wrote a while back about forgiveness. I said, in order to forgive, we need to learn and understand forgiveness so that we may be able to forgive those who have wounded us. Forgiveness involves a positive attitude toward the offense rather than a negative attitude toward the offender. Stop. Wow. God wants us to have a positive attitude towards the offense rather than look at the offender in a negative aspect. Man, I tell you, that's definitely a struggle for me. But forgiveness views the offense as God's way of trying to get our attention. A real relationship with God will make you sensitive enough to recognize when he is trying to get your attention. Man, when I tell you that I believe wholeheartedly wholeheartedly that God has been trying to get my attention about this situation that I've held on so tightly to that sometimes he'll allow us to go through a level of pain in order for us to recognize and realize we really didn't have to let it get that far. All we had to do was just release it when we had an opportunity to release it and could have saved ourselves in the long run, much heartache and stress. Um, And I realized that even more now about this situation So forgiveness looks like, looks at, I'm sorry, forgiveness looks at the wounds of the offense as God's way of drawing our attention to the offender's needs. See, 
He takes it right back off of us and puts it back on the other person. Because even in spite of whomever it is or whatever it is, it's still, God still loves everyone and everything. He's still concerned about everyone and everything. Those things, especially that concerns you, he's still concerned about it. And so forgiveness involves turning over responsibility for punishment to God. God says that vengeance is mine and it is not our place to punish people for things they are doing to us or have done to us. Forgiveness realizes that the offender has already begun receiving the consequences of his offense. Again, forgiveness is an important key to our walk with the Lord. He made us for each other, you know, and whatever season you may be in, um, Sometimes those that are walking closely with you might do some things that offend you, might hurt you, um, cause you to become angry or bitter. Um, and the, res- the issues become unresolved because, for one, you did not want to confront it. Two, whatever the reasoning is, you just you just want to be mad and. To speak to the situation that I've been dealing with for the last several months, um, there has been some unresolved issues. And so when the scripture talked about when you're praying, if you know that there's someone who have something against you, you're supposed to make it right before you take your prayers to the Lord. You can't go to the altar when you know that that's what's going on. You know, God calls for us to make it right. I'm not saying that you have to forget what happened, but we we do have to forgive, myself included. And so um, I found myself in that place at three o'clock this morning as I prayed and cried before the Lord, asking him to forgive me, but forgiving those who have hurt me, who have wounded me and truly making up in my mind to just let go of the situation. Forgiveness involves cooperating with God in the offender's life. Hold on. (laughs) Cooperating with God in their life. And if you like me, you're saying, okay, Lord, where does this benefit me at? Cooperating with you for them? Yeah. Yeah. Now, in order for this to happen, we need to be able to receive instruction from God on how to deal with this person. God will tell you and he will show you how to handle the offender. Forgiveness is having a greater concern for the person after he offends me than I did before he offended me. Man. So we're supposed to be concerned for the offender even after it happens way before it ever happens but even after so again I cannot reiterate this enough or even speak to it enough it is an important key to us growing um, in our relationship with the Lord so to truly forgive someone is giving him grace and mercy even when we don't think they deserve it God admonishes us to forgive even as we have been forgiven and so that we can be forgiven. 
Wow. So extending them grace and mercy when we don't think they deserve it. That's what God does for us daily. He gives us a new grace and a new mercy. We don't deserve it. I know that I don't. Um, And sometimes I wonder, why does he love me? And, And why is he so gracious and so merciful to me? And so... God does not have to forgive us and he won't forgive us if we cannot forgive someone else. That was a big reality check for me years back when I wrote this book um, was that I realized that God don't have to forgive me. So if I can't forgive someone else, how do I expect him to forgive me for something that I have done? Um, And so on a positive note, When you are able to forgive, it is a sign of maturity, healing, and that practical application of wisdom is being applied to your life. So when I found that, as I was um, looking up things to talk about as it related to forgiveness, I went back to my book because I remembered I wrote about that. And after I reread it, it was just like, wow. I wrote that. Man, I should have reread that months ago so that I wouldn't be looking at what I'm looking at today. And so, um, but you know, again, that's all a part of us growing in the things of God, you know, because ultimately that's what we're going to do. You know, as the seasons change, as we get older, the more closer we walk with him, the more we grow, the better we become, you know, and ideally I'm just willing and wanting and available to whatever he wants me to do, wherever he wants me to go, whatever he wants me to say. And that is a part of my purpose. So really and truly, forgiveness really is not for the person that offended you or wounded you or hurt you. Whatever it was that they said or did that caused you to become angry and bitter or whatever the case might be. Or left some things unresolved in between you. It's really for you. And so when we forgive, we begin to look more like Jesus We talk more like Jesus. We act more like Jesus. We live more like Jesus. We lead more like Jesus. But most importantly, we love more like Jesus. And so forgiveness is key to your growth. You know, and so I heard... I was listening to a message that Bishop Jakes was preaching. And in that, he said, every time you go through a battle, you lose a little something. So anytime we operate in a place of unforgiveness, we're losing a little something. It could be time that we can't get back. Um, Just so many other different things, you know, because we're bound by time, even though God isn't, we are. And so we lose a little something. You lose peace. You're not resting the way that you need to rest, which means that you cannot hear what the spirit is saying to you. 
Um, There are so many other different things that we lose out on holding on to unforgiveness. And so I challenge you all, everyone at the under the sound of my voice that are that have been listening to this so far if there is something or someone that has caused you to be in a place or operate in a place in unforgiveness release it let it go let god take care of it because in the long run you save yourself so much heartache so much pain you save yourself And at this point in time, it's a day-by-day process for me. And so it's baby steps, right? Yes, I've been walking this path for a very long time. And we all have fallen short and, and everything else. And so we have to get back up. We have to keep pushing. We have to keep pressing because the race that's set before us, your race is your race, just like my race is my race. And I have to stay the course regardless. And so each day, I'm going to get a little bit more stronger at this. I'm going to be able to not be crawling anymore, but I'll get up and take some steps. And then at some point, I'm completely walking in that thing where my peace is not disturbed, where my faith is not questioned. My thoughts will be in a good place emotionally and mentally. I will be stable and healthy. Physically, I will be healthy, you know. Um, And so I've just made up in my mind that truly, truly, that clenched fist that I had initially, I don't have that. And every time I think about clenching it back up or closing it back up, I've asked God to remind me in his word, remind me um, with from his spirit that, hey, I got this. I don't need your help. You're going to be good. And so my hope is going to continue to be anchored in him. My faith is going to increase even all the more, you know, because it says that we are to have faith the size of a mustard seed. Mustard seed is not very big, but it can be huge when it grows. It can become huge. And so I don't want to live like that. I'm going to take this opportunity to trust and lean more into him and follow his lead and his direction so that I can operate in a place where I am receiving the fullness of the blessings that he have for me. And peace is priceless. P-E-A-C-E, not P-I-E-C-E. It's priceless. And no matter who it is, what it is, I will do my best to not allow that to control or dictate how I move in this season moving forward, starting today. And so... As I close out, again, I just want to challenge you all to release it and let God handle it. Because when we do, we begin to look more like him. We talk more like him. 
we act more like him, we live more like him, we lead more like him, and then we love more like him. So as I'm closing out, I'm going to leave you with this little thing here. You know, I like to give y'all little nuggets um, and drop them, you know, here and there where you don't really see it coming. But I'm going to leave you with this. Healed people hear differently. I'm going to say it again. Healed. H-E-A-L-E-D. People hear H-E-A-R differently. I want you to all be blessed and encouraged. I pray that you got something out of this. Again, join me. Follow me on one of the other platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, of course, Anchor, Pub, uh, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast. Join me on one of those platforms. Share, subscribe so that you can get the notification when a new episode has been uploaded. Um, and most importantly, continue to give me feedback good, bad, or indifferent. I love each and every one of you. And I'm so grateful and so thankful for you. Be blessed and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.